0: Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Millen, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton.
1: What up? Hello, hello. Universe. The universe?
2: Yes. Wow. I'm assuming, like, in a thousand years, aliens will be listening to this message and they will learn of our nerd culture and say, I don't want to go there.
0: Let's not go to, to Camelot. This is a silly place. place. Silly place. Uh, that was good, Burns. It was good. Uh, listen, I, I got some some follow up that we need to, to touch on before we get to the topics this week. Uh, I'm actually really, follow up, follow up, like like a real podcast with follow up. Uh, so so first. Uh, Austin Winchester reached out to us after the last episode and said, hey, just to give you a heads up, my wife and I uh, have two rabbits. A majority of the rabbit's diet is uh, supposed to be hay. Uh, So Brian got this one right. Yes. He said a specific kind of hay, though. Timothy hay. Which I thought was like a, I thought they were eating a person at first. It was like, what kind of hay? Timothy? Austin Winchester. Thank you so much.
2: You, sir can join the Supernatural Demon Hunters. Uh, You sound like a Winchester brother, like the lost brother, the fourth brother that maybe they didn't know about even after they didn't know about the third one. Great job. I feel validated. Fuck you, Josh and CJ. To
0: to which I replied, I can't tell you how big you just made Brian's ego. I doubt his head will fit through the doors now.
2: Ah, yes. It was quite a a feat, but I made it through.
3: I keep my
0: ego in my pants. Oh, yes. (laughs) Now, Mr. Burns... I was informed that your wife had some feedback to our Family Feud conversation. Yeah, we all fucked up how many people are on
2: Family Feud, by the way. Melissa texted me the same thing.
0: Uh, so Laura and Melissa both called us out saying, hey, there's not eight people on Family Feud. Like, get your shit together. And and again, I would like to the record to reflect that I did say that we should replace me with Laura because I, I would not be good at that. Uh, so, sorry. Sorry we were wrong about both of these things. Now, the other thing is... Uh Josh you had also questioned the brilliance of our, our, of our super superfan TD said has his brilliance uh, been uh, documented yeah confirmed. has it been documented yeah. uh so he called in uh in, and wanted to give you a reply on your uh, your question there Ooh we have a message
1: we got a message hey yeah this is uh your uh favorite TD calling in uh Josh I'm
0: going to hold you accountable to that beer I would gladly love it um, to give you a heads up on smarts, I would be absolutely terrible at Family Feud, and uh, I would go for moral support, but <laughs> I don't think I would actually be able to participate, as in I would probably get too nervous while the cameras are rolling, or when Steve Harvey ask me a question, or one or the other, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry you haven't heard from me in a while, I just have been busy with work, I've been listening to you guys each and every week, uh, I love it. Uh, you guys are awesome. Uh, I'm so glad you all are back together. I you know, um you know, Brian was missing, and then Josh was missing, but now you're all back together.
1: I love it. Alright guys, keep up the good work. <laughs> I will catch
0: you guys later. See ya.
3: I'm to figure out where this dude lives so I can like catch up with him for a beer. <laughs>
0: I'm serious. But uh, listen, <laughs> at least he was honest to person. say, "Hey, thanks for the offer, but I would be awful at family." Food. Yeah, so I would can be take terrible. Him off, take him off, we'll take him off the, but, off the uh, list. But Josh in your travels good. across the country, yes, you must, you must get him a beer now. Yeah. All right, so listen, if you ever have any feedback about the show, there's uh, a couple ways that you can get to us. First of all, you can always uh, email us or tweet at us. Uh, Just search at that kind of nerd. Or you can call uh, 484 373 4119 and leave a voicemail, just like TD did, or text us, just like Austin did. So thank you guys for your feedback for last uh, episode, and I can't wait to see what you guys have to say about this week's. So, Brian, CJ. Your genius mind has helped me with a problem that I have. It's, it is you know, a genius mind. It is indeed also a beautiful mind. We don't have a segment name for when we talk about movies and TV. So, so Brian, uh, it is now time to talk about the world of movies and television because that kind of nerd is going to go screen to screen. Okay, so the theme song is coming. We'll, we'll, we'll figure on. it out. We'll figure it out. If you've got a theme song, send it to us. You can always do that. All right. Josh, you had an issue going on today. That I think would have been helped by this news that just came down uh, the 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 pipe here about movies anywhere. So Disney uh, decides that listen this this having your movie collection on multiple services is getting a little hard to manage. So goodbye Ultraviolet, goodbye all these other things. Let's get w- all your movies in one location in a place called Movies Anywhere. I mean they really dug deep for the the name. My freaking Voodoo just popped up saying, do movies anywhere? I don't yeah, so you're, you're right, Brian, because it is now Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, and Voodoo are all getting together so all your movies can be in one place. Asterix, uh, the only studios, though, that are complying with this, that are that are doing this, is 20th Century Fox, Sony, Universal, Disney, and Warner Brothers. So pretty much every major new movie studio. Right, not all of them, but... Uh, I don't give a shit about focus features. Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) But a majority of them, the ones that you actually care about. But what's great about this application too, is that it's going to work on iOS, Android, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Android TV, and Chromecast, and Roku, as well as web browsers. So like anywhere you watch movies, this is available. And you can even purchase movies through this, and you can see which one has the lower price. Now, there's a lot oh, of catches. Cool. There's a lot of catches to this, though. If you're using it on an Apple TV, the only place you can purchase a movie is the iTunes Store, so it won't show you the others.
3: Yeah, um, but if I, well, okay, so but what if I purchase it on a on my PC or a phone? It won't translate to my library?
0: It will. It will. But like um if you're on the Apple TV and you're like, "Man, I really want to buy Baby Driver," which you should, that movie is awesome. I'm watching it. It's watching only it right going now. to give you the the opportunity to buy it from the uh, iTunes store. So it's it's pretty cool. Here's another thing they're doing. Brian, you got the message saying, "Hey, do this. When you if you're signing up right now, they have a small trial period. I don't know the exact dates. I'm sorry. Go to their website for more. They are giving away 5 free movies for Wait, joining the service." Yeah. Uh, I like movies. Yeah, but they're, they're not great. It's uh, the new Pirates movie, the Lego movie, and then a couple of things that I've already forgotten about. They're I new- already I,
2: I
1: have the Lego
0: of movie, but I know.
2: didn't see the new Pirates. I heard the new Pirates is actually pretty good. I heard, I
0: heard Tail, perhaps, perhaps Dead Man's Tales. There's obviously a, a couple catches to, to anything that sounds too good to be true, so I will include a link in the show notes uh, to an article that has a write-up about this. But I think this is awesome. This is this is a huge thing that uh, I know a lot of people have been trying to manage when it comes to um, lock-in, right? A lot of people were saying, hey, if you have uh, a huge iTunes library, it's about time to buy a new 4K uh, Apple TV because you like 4K and you have a lot of content in there. But uh, a, a Roku 4K is like $100 less. And if you can watch all your iTunes stuff mm, on that Roku. No, no. It's an interesting thing for people nope. who don't like the the, the you're, price. You're doing it, you're doing it wrong. I agree, but listen, it's it's a it's a way to finally get your iTunes content off the platform.
3: I mean, I have an Android TV. Can and I control my Roku with my iPhone? Yes. No. Yes. Not
0: well. You we can. Yeah. Yes, you functionality can.
3: functionality becomes an issue.
0: Now come on. I even have to say that's a little fanboyish to say, but
3: no, like I'm telling you, it's it's in my it's in my mission control. I flip up. It, there's my yes, Apple it's TV in your remote. control
0: center. Yes,
3: yeah, mission control. No, it's control center. Your control center. Speaking of fanboy, you're being too fanboy.
0: No, you're just you're 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 being wrong. So, Brian, you have a massive movie collection, right? I have a what? You have a massive. I have, movie a, I have collection. a massive movie collection yeah we're doing this bit again it's massive uh so just like we've talked about with i, I forget the name of the other app where you could scan in the dvds this voodoo does it this will oh okay voodoo so you can do that again and have that work on this the series. problem with voodoo's, not voodoo's the problem with voodoo's is that
2: it's only certain titles can yeah. i do like everything through movies anywhere
0: or is it still select still titles? select just like voodoo because uh, it's using bullshit. Voodoo because you have Vudu in there,
3: and from Select Studios, I want my entire 800 movie collection
2: and growing in my digital library. I hear you, but listen if you're if you're thinking about buying, I don't a movie, think you do, CJ. Otherwise, this would be done by now. Uh, I'm not in control of this. You're the man who makes things happen. That's what I found out.
0: We Let's, talk about something, and it, it happens. So, bottom line, listen: the five major studios—Sony, Fox, Universal, Disney, and Warner Brothers—are going to all play nice, allow your collection to go all over the place. Um, this is a really good thing for consumers, and let's hope that Paramount and a couple other studios get on board with this. Uh, and I- I'm also kind of curious as to you know uh, how you are going to be using this, listener. How are you going to go ahead and get all your movies together? So I'm very curious to hear what you think about this topic. All right, so continuing down the, the world of television and uh, your mobile phone, HBO has announced a iOS app-based TV show called Mosaic. Uh, which has multiple endings, and the way that I can kind of describe it to you is like a choose-your own adventure uh, of this television show. I just show. thought of that, and it sounds awesome.
2: I don't know what it's about, but it sounds awesome. Is it crowdsourced? Is it like no? So it's all made, right? Uh, so, so you know how like when you read the Goosebumps choose-your own adventures, you would get to like the end of the chapter, and they're and they're like, if you would like to go no, up no the I, I go understand.
3: To page what I'm saying is
0: right. I mean, you would need people to interact based on the app. No, no, no. So this is as you watch the show, you make decisions that help shape the outcome. Right. And I, then the next clip plays. <clears throat> hey guys, I understand. I get it. What I'm saying
3: is it can't be different on it's it can't be different on any everybody's screen. It's got to be crowdsourced somehow. Like it's got to be the majority vote, right? No, it's different on everybody's screen. You get your own story. Yes.
2: How does this work? They filmed every choice that you can make already. Wait, Just or, or, is, like it, or is, it, is it
3: on Sunday at 9 o'clock? No, because it's an app. It says Here. it's an app-based show. Is it an yes. app? Here. Is it a show? It's both. So it's not a show.
0: It is a show. But I have to watch it on my phone. I mean, I mean I'm sure you could get it on your television through, you know, AirPlay or something. Mm. And then uh, after you, like, follow one path, you are say, oh, all right, that was great. Let me go back. Let me watch it from a different perspective, and I may even get a different ending. Mm. I nope. think it's interesting. I don't think it's I don't think it's revolutionary, but like
2: you know. I used to love those goosebumps choose your own adventure books. This seems cool.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm all about this. Uh this also includes some additional content to get behind a little bit of the the world of the show, so it has stuff like uh, newspaper clippings, uh voice recording, uh character profiles, uh just various pieces of content to kind of get you into the world. Uh and it's a uh, uh, you know, a murder mystery element uh, to it. I I think it looks really interesting. I don't know if it's going to be the huge mainstream thing. But again, this is HBO. And Josh, as we've said, their their content is pretty solid. Uh, so it's, is it it's, on HBO? It's on the HBO app. Is it on HBO? Can you watch it on HBO? Yes. I don't know yet because it doesn't come out until January.
3: If it's on HBO, it may be somewhat successful. Uh, if it's I, not aired doubt on it HBO. I because there's no interaction with your TV. Then you're done then it's done.
2: I don't think so. I think I think they're testing the waters because they're filming like 16 different endings to Game of Thrones and maybe they'll do this for season 8 of well, Game of Thrones.
0: Here's the other thing too. They had talked a-, a while ago about doing app-based, you know, phone-based content. And everyone thought they were going to truncate shows, take like a take Game of Thrones and then cut out the boring stuff so that when you watch it on your phones, it's a shorter episode and easy for you to consume. This is what they were talking about, but I think it's cool that you can get different versions of the same scene and get different endings based on your your character perspective. And Brian, you're absolutely right. I think it goosebumps. I, I mean, I love those books. So this this is going to be just going to be a lot of fun. So f- for me, you can count me in on January 2018, uh, downloading this application and and watching. I think I'm going to get on it
2: January 2018.
0: Yeah. When did we condense that month into a day? I. No, 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 no. I just, you know, time is wibbly wobbly. So it's just the whole thing. Just kind of uh, have it okay. all at once. All right, all right. So, Brian, it sounds like you're on board with this, too. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me? Yes. Yes, I am. And Josh, you're saying I don't want your fancy new way of telling stories. Just keep it the same and get off my lawn, you kids. Just
3: put it on the TV and let me watch it. For fuck's sake. Why does everything have to evolve? It's ridiculous. Darwinism? <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be the first guy weeded out. Is this this shit like experimental? It's just dumb. What's the point? New way to tell stories. People like storytelling. No.
0: All right. How about this? People like being
3: told stories people don't like going, "Oh, I wonder if I choose a different one, what'll happen?" That's right, that's nobody. why
0: D&D is is completely played by nobody. Uh this is why just like Brian and I just said we gushed over Goosebumps chooseer and adventures. CJ, uh, there's a and, there's a finite
3: number like of plot points that you can choose, so you're always going to it's never going to be what people want it to be. Is my you're always let down in a situation like this. Right, because you're like, hey, well, uh, why didn't this guy uh, cut off his arm to escape, and then you know he could run and steal the gold, and then I don't, I like, I don't understand what the story is, but like, what I'm saying is, someone's going to think of something outside the box, and it's not going to be in there, and they're going to be butthurt hurt about it.
0: I mean, but yeah, but that's going to happen even in traditional storytelling.
3: And like Brian is like the he's he's probably the the like the gold standard for. Thinking of something that a showrunner could have done a little better. Oh, that's true. I do do that a lot, <laughs> and then being and then being asked up that it wasn't done the way he had thought about it because it would have been better, and the way it turned out was shit. <laughs> My ending to How I Met Your Mother was the best. That's
2: this is everyone's, what's going to happen. Everyone's ending to How I Met Your Mother was that's not true. Mine out. was better and the best,
0: and I should I should be in, I should work but for I CBS. Mean, and Brian, you're probably going to have to correct me on a few of these examples, but if you look at like uh, what was the game? Heavy rain. Uh, if you look yes. at Mass Effect. Um, which, yes. Which was again your your decisions and your choices give you a different game, give you a different outcome. These things were wildly popular, and Heavy Rain was basically a movie that you just press a button every ten minutes on. Not every ten minutes, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, and people loved it. They they thought it was a great way to tell a story, and people people watch it on Twitch. People, you know, play it. It's a little there different were, when you're talking yeah, about. Video we're really Google, talking about a very
3: specific type of people. And who? And you're not talking about the masses. I, and and again, I didn't say, I said that this wasn't for well, the masses. Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you this is not for the masses. I know. I said that. Okay. Well, what, if it's not for the masses, then it's, it's, it's already dead in the water. It's failed. Not in my eyes, it's not. Well, uh, not, in, well, not in your eyes, but you're not funding it, right? The masses fund shit. And if the masses aren't behind it, then it fails. That'd be, that'd be downer over there. No, I'm just, I, I mean, I, that's I, I, the I truth. Enough.
0: All right. I'd like to do a a quick uh straw poll here uh to really prove a point. Uh make some noise if you've watched uh Carpool Karaoke on Apple Music recently. Of course I. Have. Yeah, I have. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like all the episodes. I've only seen the first one, but
2: uh, on I've watched on Apple Music
0: on my phone. Okay. Yeah. How about uh Planet of the Apps? No. That's all the pilot. That's only you. Right. Okay. So I, besides the two of you, the success of Apple's original content uh, has not been very well received. And they're trying to change that now by uh, starting some original content with Steven Spielberg and his project Amazing Stories. So I think this is pretty awesome because I think they're giving him what, a $5 million budget uh, per Holy episode. Holy heck. I think. Per episode. $5 million per episode. That's some avatar money right there to, to make to make some some money. Uh, and it's apparently going to be like a, an updated Twilight Zone or, or Outer Limits. Uh, so it's going to be a little, you know, off centering and kind of giving you a different perspective on things. Uh, and this is going to be included within your Apple Music subscription or if, God, hopefully they put it somewhere else and they make it interesting. But I'm curious, what do you think about having Steven Spielberg do original content for uh, Apple exclusively?
3: You know, all right. I like some of what Spielberg's done.
2: I mean, he's he's got time. He's not doing much. He's just doing Ready Player One. He hasn't done a movie since Ready Player One forever. So
0: And and Ready Player One is done. You know, it's all wrapped and ready to go.
2: Yeah, I'm sure if it's wildly successful, they might take him back for the sequel. But
0: please don't make a sequel to that.
2: uh, you don't think I'm going to make a sequel. Please
0: don't make a sequel to Ready Player One. Uh, Probably
2: make a sequel. Oh, please don't. Uh, I think I know Hollywood, and if it makes a bunch of money, they'll make a sequel.
0: Oh, thanks! We've already got one. another one.
2: No, 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 yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. That's it's going to happen, CJ.
0: Okay. Anyway, yeah. so let's get back to, get back to this. Um, do you think, Josh? Again, for the masses, then, since you're speaking for the masses, is this something that would maybe draw people to get an Apple Music subscription or get some kind of Apple content subscription to to watch Steven Spielberg?
3: Uh, no. No, I I don't think it's going to make people subscribe to Apple Music. Um, No, there's
0: I think
2: I I don't think Apple Music's problem is a content problem. I think it's an advertising problem. Like nobody knew about playing the apps until CJ brought it up to me. And don't ever
3: watch it. And I no, but like, I I mean, once you use Apple Music, you realize how shit Spotify is. So it just takes it takes a little bit of time. But people
0: are. Not willing to adapt. See, for me, it's a problem of discovery. I don't think of going to my music app to watch a television show. Right. I mean, you've got to put it in the TV app. That's on my phone. You've you've got to put it in in someplace other than the music app. But I think that Steven Spielberg is a big enough name that the, the mall walkers, as you refer to him, Josh, know that name and know that he puts out good content. It's not always the best, but it's good content. And I think if you put a Twilight Zone slash like not as dark Black Mirror put put you know effect onto it, I think people will watch that. And knowing Apple, they're not gonna go crazy dark like Black Mirror, but Twilight Zone, I mean you you can get behind that. So I I trust Spielberg to, to helm that kind of project. Imagine if you will,
2: a door. <laughs> You're standing in front of it. Behind it is Gwyneth Paltrow and her goop magazine. You realize you've entered and apple music's twilight zone
0: and josh too for your your idea too this is a a reboot of a series that ran from 1985 to 1987 on nbc so this had i think even won five emmys during its 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 run so it, it is a franchise that has been up before and they're just putting it up and, and redoing it on apple music right
3: yeah i just it's 30 years later you know what i mean like how does it if it translates great um Apple Music, if it's there and it's good, I'll give it a watch. It's available on every device I own. So I yeah, I just it's one of those things. Again, I'm kind of meh,
0: all right. And Brian, what do you feel about that? I know you're a Spielberg guy. I'm I'm curious what do you feel about this?
2: I I am a Spielberg guy. I do love me, the berg of Spiels. <laughs> um Honestly, like just like you said, I don't think of Apple Music to watch my content. So that's why I've only seen, like, the first episode of Car- Carpool Karaoke, even though I really enjoy that bit. I think it's hilarious. Um, I'm I'm not going to lie. This will drop. I won't remember until, like, four months later. And hopefully I'm caught up on the 16 other shows I need to watch before then. <laughs> you and won't And I can watch it. No, you won't. <laughs> no, I part. won't. I have life. Get I, your have, together. I have life. Okay. All right.
0: I, I am excited about this. I think it'd be very interesting. Just I hope they make a change and it's not an Apple music. It's not an Apple music. I'll remember and I'll watch it. It is now time to talk about the world of comics, how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how it's affecting Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape
2: Talk. It is time for Cape Talk. Sorry, my my throat, I, I did a, <laughs> I did a hardcore Creed impersonation earlier tonight. It, it, it.
0: It's a sore. So Brian Fox has dropped a trailer for a <sighs> a movie. <laughs> you can already tell, guys, for a movie called The New Mutants, and it is a horror movie about the X Men. He says with utmost question to walk me through this trailer and and what and what's going on here. I wish I could, CJ. I
2: wish I wish I understood what the fuck fox is trying to do with their x-men franchise because yes you are correct this is a movie set in the x-men universe and yes you are correct it is also at least advertised as a horror movie my this is not the combination of peanut butter and chocolate this is like putting peanut butter with asphalt (laughs) it's not gonna taste good (laughs) and um, my teeth are just gonna hurt um in asphalt.
1: I just, and asphalt. Pickles and baking
3: soda.
2: I don't understand. I don't understand.
0: Okay. So here's what
2: I don't me- understand. No, no, no. Go no, no, ahead. no. No no. no, no, no. Don't Go give ahead. me any fucking context. I watched the trailer. I don't get what Fox is doing. Because, so, so let me back it up here. Let me just roll it back. Because I didn't know this trailer dropped today until my lovely brother texts me earlier today and says, did you watch the new mutants trailer now backing it up even further? Did you see this? Hugh Jackman isn't anywhere.
3: <laughs> outrage, backing outrage, outrage. Further,
2: my brother is a huge X-Men fan. Yes. Growing up. He was always X-Men. I was always Spider-Man. His son's name is Logan. His it's son's name point. is Logan Wayne. Um, so <laughs> I didn't know his middle name was Wayne. His That's middle name is awesome. Wayne. Yeah. So mixing that comic, said,
3: mixing comic labels like that.
2: The only, like, I watched it. So I, I just happened to be walking outside for some fresh air at work. So I had two minutes. I po- pulled it up. I watched it. And the first thing I said to him was, Why is it a fucking horror movie? Because I don't understand how you establish this fantasy superhero action universe with your X Men movies. And yeah, you, 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 you. you kind of veered a little bit when you did Logan, that was more of a western but still in the action vein. And yeah, Deadpool could be considered a comedy but still an action superhero comedy. And then you like you go and you put this pure horror, like it's just it's pure horror. It's a pure horror film and it makes no sense. It doesn't fit in with the rest of what I know the X-Men universe to be in. And he informed me that they are apparently doing The Demon Bear storyline, I don't know what that means. Don't ask me for the background on New Mutants. I just know they are young X-Men. And so I don't know what that means. I'm guessing horror elements, but here's the problem. This trailer, if it was a horror movie, didn't look like a bad trailer. But what if this movie is successful and they do a sequel? What do you do then? You make another horror New Mutants movie? Like, how does that work? Do you completely p- pivot and turn it back into an action superhero franchise? That won't work either. What is your plan, Fox? Tell me your secrets, because I don't
0: get it. Here's the draw that they're trying to get the fans in. They have the the actress who plays Arya in Game of Thrones. Maisie Williams.
3: Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams.
0: They also have the actor who plays Jonathan Byers from Stranger Things. I think is Charlie Heaton? Heaton? Charlie Heaton. Charlie Heaton. I don't know his name. <laughs> they're they're trying to pull you in in that way, and uh, we also got a, another uh, another listener who decided to time with this too is uh, Brian Hammond. So I have to I have to thank him for for chiming in. and he he framed it great. He goes at, at, at no point did they say the X Men name, uh, and he has some serious mixed feelings about this. First, they gave us a quote spoof with Deadpool then they gave us a quote western with logan and now they're giving us a quote horror movie that's all of this is supposed to take place in the same universe so it 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 doesn't make any sense and when you first see it it seems like a tv series rather than anything else
3: hold hold they're going through an identity
0: crisis right now
3: and and well not only that but spoof is kind of what deadpool does um martial arts are the most akin to Westerns that we can really get in, in, in the movie genre. So that makes sense to me as well. This sort of the samurai story, samurai, essentially Western, they're the same thing. So Logan was already set up to go that way. Uh, I I don't have any problems with that. I don't think it's an identity crisis, especially because I thought Logan was the, the best I've seen, yeah. from the X Men universe. I, I agree. So I, it's not really like it's for me. It's going horror that makes no sense because That's what you, I'm saying. No, no, no I, I know, but I don't want to make it about they're exploring genres because I don't. They're just trying to find themselves. Anyway, I, I just look to to wrap up. I don't think that making characters, you know, sort of get in where they fit is a bad thing. I think that losing. Anyone under the age of 13 who would have gone to see the movie is a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're really, you're, you're confining this to a very, very small group of people. And again, not applying to the masses is, is, is a recipe for disaster. And unless, and unless this cost a
2: nickel to make, like a every nickel. other horror movie, which it didn't. Not with Maisie Williams in it. They're not going to get the return on investment. I don't understand. I just, I need, I need, I need a job at Hollywood. I would do so many great things with all of these things. Do we have a release date for this? It, it comes out three
3: days before it exits the theater. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I want to say I want to say uh, 2018. I don't remember what month.
0: Though. John uh, Brian, though, you, I have one fear and, and you're right. And that is there's a lot of people who like horror movies and maybe necessarily don't have an attachment to, you know, uh, the X-Men franchise uh, so if this does become successful just within the horror genre, you know what happens to horror movies? They just keep making them. I mean, just look at Saw. I mean, they just keep going to the point yeah. where nobody cares anymore. And and you and Brian, you said you, you looked up and you saw it, that
2: it's coming out in April, it's coming out April twenty eighteen. But I too have one fear, CJ, and it's snakes <laughs> <laughs> on a plane. Just no, just general. snakes anyway. Why it have to be snakes? Can be snakes on a train, on a plane, in a box with a fox,
0: in a house with a mouse. Ugh. So Brian, let me let me do this for you. All right, I at least owe this to you. Let me give you a palate cleanser. Let me let me give you some faith back into the world of comics. Right. Let me round out of this cape talk with happy news. There wasn't a whole lot of of stuff that came out at New York City Comic Con. However, we got some fantastic news that Batman the animated series is coming to Blu Ray in twenty eighteen. Yes, I
2: saw this. I'm super excited because I actually I only own one season and I saw this and I'm like I'm gonna buy that shit on Blu Ray. Um, it's an amazing show. If you've never seen it's it, a, you should. It's a
0: four. It's an award-winning. They won four Emmys from uh, running from 1992 to 1995. It is uh, seriously, it, it is one of the best Batman. Sh- it it stories. is the
2: cartoon that every superhero TV show and movie has taken notes from. Absolutely. Since it, it's 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 amazing. It, it did so many ridiculously great things in what's essentially a kid's show and like fuck I love this show it's also the show that invented Harley Quinn oh yeah I mean obviously it created Harley Quinn it did a lot of stuff if you want to talk about the Batman mythos it created Harley Quinn it re-envisioned the entire origin story of Mr. Freeze which is the origin story that they use now It, it uh it just changed so much for that character in general and I, I want I want it now. When's it come out?
0: I just have it from my source here just twenty. The
2: answer is the answer
0: is not soon not enough. Not soon enough, that's very Can I has now. Uh, I wish you could. It's supposed to be come out later in twenty eighteen. That's what they said. It's coming through through later. later. Coming out through Warner Brothers, so hopefully it should work with movies anywhere so you can buy it and watch it wherever the hell you want. Listen, listen.
2: I'm just gonna say my birthday it happens to fall in like Q three and Christmas is in Q four. So they release it towards the end of the year just saying
0: (laughs) all right and then uh the last bit of cape talk news is we also got a a new trailer for uh the justice league movie Uh, and i have one thing to say about it i can see color i see things yay i see london and france i still don't um you know what brian you were right on this i i don't like what they're doing with the flash you were right from the beginning with this and i owe you an apology you were absolutely right. I do not like it's what they're doing like with the Flash. No I I said, give Ezra Miller a chance. I have given him a chance. I am not sold. I, I'm, I'm not sold on him. I'm still not sold on him. But, uh, dude. I'm hoping they'll change it. Everything else about that trailer The movie looks awesome.
2: The movie, looks the movie great. does look good. I don't know if you noticed this. It was very Aquaman heavy. He was in it yeah. in a bunch. Yeah. And he it's looked just great. just Jason Momoa going,
3: yeah! Yeah!
2: I love that. <laughs> uh, you know, Cyborg looked pretty cool, even though he wasn't in a ton of it. Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, she's just fucking wonderful in everything that she does. They
0: showed Superman, officially. Yeah, but... Uh, in a quote-unquote no, dream. No, they, they yeah, they okay, the dream, dream sequence and the hologram, but yes. He's back. We let's all not, know he's back, on, because let's they have not, to let's do not the mustache. He's back.
2: Uh, I am, I'm looking for. I'm ready. I'm ready for this movie. Comes out next month. Um, I'm totally excited. I'm
0: telling you, if if this movie burns me, I am done. I am just done.
1: Oh, CJ. Hello, Bane. Are, are you worried about the fire rising and burning you,
0: CJ? I'm worried about the, the, the fire of my fandom going out on oh, DC. Oh,
1: yes, CJ. Are you worried that your fandom will be broken much like a bat? <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Yes, I am, Bane. Uh,
1: CJ, I heard I should start calling
0: you Chris, CJ. Uh, it's... <laughs> Chris. It's Bane. You must give Justice League a chance, Chris. Oh, don't do that. <laughs>
1: this is the people you want in don't charge of your when, movie?
0: <laughs> when you hear when you hear Chris, all I think about is uh, at some point I'm going to have to shoot a bright light into the sky and have debris float around it.
1: Much like the Bat signal. No, not yes, the bat. Chris. That, it shines bright in the sky, Bane, Bane, but once I'm, I break the bat, it disappears. Bane, I'm
0: curious, <laughs> did, did, the, did the, the Flash joke about the Bat-Signal land with you? Did you think that was oh, funny?
1: Oh, yeah, CJ, I, I saw the joke that the fake Flash made about the Bat-Signal. <laughs> it seems like he has no decorum and knows not of any secret identities.
0: <sighs> All right, Bane, it's always nice this, for you to stop This
1: there. is going to be an awful time for the Flash, CJ. I feel like I should break him as well and repair repair him with Grant Gustin. (laughs) By the way, CJ, did you watch the premiere of The Flash?
0: I did not yet. It was wonderful. The fire
1: rose in Brian's pants.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Bane. I appreciate it. I'm going
1: to have to get
3: on that. I haven't watched it either. Oh, so
0: good. It was so good. Okay, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of Cape Doc. Now, as you will know, it is a personal passion of mine to go around the internet, find the weird, find the obscure, and ask these gentlemen for their tech perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, we have gathered today on this podcast to remember fondly, and I use fondly with air quotes, Windows Phone. Because uh, it has unfortunately been confirmed that Microsoft is no longer interested in doing anything with the Windows phone. And my question is oh, I didn't know that it was still a thing. Um, who's still using my, that? My question is when are
2: they going to do that with game consoles?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you mean like. All right. You mean all game consoles? Abandon all of their little side projects and just go back to making computers good. Oh, when did did they ever
3: have good computers? I'm still waiting for them to make a
0: good computer. I'm still waiting for
2: them
3: to make good computer operating systems. Okay. Windows XP was
2: pretty
0: glorious. Shut your hole. Yeah, Windows XP Mm. was good, but Snow Leopard was better. And 7 was good, too. I mean, let's... Mm-hmm. Cape- <nói> no, no, no. no. Seven, was, 7 was better because it followed Vista, all right? And they were just like, hey, you like XP? 7 was back, better back, because back, back. it was a high-def version of XP, okay? Josh, okay. You, you and I have worked in the mobile phone industry for, for years, uh, and I mean, I, I never took Windows Phone seriously. I even ruined a Windows Phone for you because it was off-balance when you held it in your hands. So I'm curious to hear what you think about the demise of this platform and saying that the only thing that they're going to be doing is supporting bug fixes and security updates. And that is it. They don't even have any ambitions on doing new features and new hardware.
3: There's going to be a lot of uh, Microsoft employees going, oh, man, I got to get a different phone. Your Bill Gates is using an Android phone right now. Um, yeah, they can't use iPhones. It's <laughs> Pretty silly. Um, I, I, don't, I don't care at all. Like this doesn't affect my life. In any way, or really anyone that I know, because mm, I like I used a Windows phone as a secondary device for approximately a month, and it was awful. Like it was really bad, real bad. And it was a nice phone. Like it was really powerful. It was an HTC Titan. It was a, a top of the line phone, but it was just so just so God awful was unusable. So this shit, this is like this is like five years in the making. In my opinion. I'm just saying they finally abandoned the
2: Zune. Now they're abandoning the phones. Please just abandon game consoles. Stop trying to stick your dick everywhere, Microsoft. Let's just
0: let the other people do what they do best. You stick to computers.
3: I don't think they do computers
0: best. Did you see that James Gunn before uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 premiered? But like a fistful of Zunes. He just knew they would go up in value, and he's selling them for charity and whatnot. I think it's great. Okay, this is a personal opinion, and obviously not the opinion of the uh, whole that kind of nerd audience and members. The fidget spinner is the worst thing that happened to 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 me in 2017. Uh, They're everywhere. What I hate them. What I think they're stupid. I like the. You don't have a good one. You don't have a good one.
3: Nope. I hate the fi- the A good fidget spinner No, there's no such thing as a good fidget spinner. It's stupid. False. Uh, False. Mine is the bat symbol, and it's awesome. It's dumb. Uh, I, Brian has seen I have a Batarang. I have I a Spider-Man do. one. Yes, Spider-Man. I am jealous of the Spider-Man one. The Spider-Man one's pretty dope. It's, it's metal. It's really well balanced. The problem is you're looking at people who are using these $5 pieces of shit fidget spinners and going...
0: Oh, that's a fidget spinner. I'm looking at people that's Kim Kardashian having her own brand of fidget spinners. I'm looking at you guys spending more than $30 on a fidget spinner. Kim Kardashian has her own brand? Oh, yeah. That's stupid. I agree. But here's the thing that takes it to the next level. There is a cell phone manufacturer based out of Hong Kong that has made the world's first fidget spinner phone no i look i
3: want a fidget spinny little phone that's i want it as a secondary device it it, it
0: is it is 1.4 it's got a 1.4 inch screen comes in six different colors has 32 megabytes of internal memory which you can expand up to eight gigs with an sd card it's you know cj it's a burner i i know it's a burner well great give me a burner it's it's 20 (laughs) dollars That's perfect. It's only being sold in India and other versions are floating around on Amazon right now. Why? Sounds Why perfect. is this perfect? Josh, what in your life now do you need a burner phone for? I don't, but
3: I want
2: one. <laughs> you just want um, the novel When I it? need when I need that getaway driver. I,
3: like I think, I think that you're, burner. you're like you're really messing up want versus need here. Like I I, do, I don't I don't need it. I want it. I want it now and I want a phone. That's spinny. This is so dumb. I agree. This is
2: dumb. Fidget spinners are not, but this is dumb. Can you imagine some drug dealer on the corner just kind of spinning his phone yep. while yep. he's dealing <laughs> out shit? Sure can. <laughs> Omar coming. You're like, there's the fuzz, and he's just spinning. No. Yep.
3: So dumb. Listen,
2: listen, listen. When you come when you come to meet me for the drugs. One spin means we're cool. Two <laughs> spins means you need to back off for a little bit. I'll give you the
3: signal with the one spin. I'm spinning it with my right hand I'm holding, left <laughs> hand not holding.
0: <laughs> this is, the one pitch is, so if you, have a, if you have a stressed out kid but also need them to be able to be secure, buy them this stress relieving fidget spinning phone. Or if you're no. just a drug dealer who likes to fidget with things. This is so dumb because
2: listen listen you can't have you have your pockets are full of drugs
3: you don't have room for a fidget cube no so <laughs> no no you've no. already you got, got a, you phone. got a runner boy you got a runner boy around the corner he, your <laughs> pockets aren't full of drugs that's silly
0: brian this is why you need to watch the wire at least right get some fucking. your pockets are full of money yes you don't hold the drugs and they're money. full of something is it's my dumb. point All right, speaking of things that are... are, Clearly, I've never bought drugs. (laughs) Your dad would be happy to hear that. (laughs) I'm sure he So speaking of things that are just weird and obscure, and and Josh, you have to tell me about this. I don't even know how to properly segue this. Porsche, or Porsche, if you want to get fancy, has has now launched a car subscription service? Sure have. Okay, explain to me what the hell is going on.
3: Uh, Porsche has launched uh, Passport. Which is their car subscription service launching in November in in Atlanta? The uh, the monthly there's two levels of, of plan, right? So the the monthly Passport membership is two thousand dollars a month, okay, per month. Yeah, okay, and and that gives you access to cars like the Boxster, the Cayman S, six other models. Now, let me put this in perspective. For people who may already be interested in leasing a Cayman, like a Cayman S Turbo, that leases out at like 1200 bucks a month. So, you're already on your way there. The great thing about this is that it's app-based. Apple and Android users can use it. They, they open their Passport app. You can change your car daily, right? So, I'm driving a Cayman S Turbo around, but... For the weekend, we got to take a couple bags with us, so I'm going to grab a Macan, and then next week when I when I pick up the in laws coming into town, I'm going to grab a, a Panamera, a 4S, and again, I'm going to the the higher right three three thousand dollar a month plan. But this is launching in Atlanta, so I like the where my head goes is that every professional athlete, record <laughs> exec, and lawyer in the Atlanta area <laughs> just made an appointment right They're... I need
0: to know how I do, because they're already paying a 1000 bucks a month for their car. Right. Now, you as a layperson, if you want to do this, right, there's a $500 activation fee and a credit check. Uh, but you can well, actually of course download, a download the check. app and do same day uh, or, vi- or future uh, vehicle exchanges. I, I'm not saying it's in
3: any way practical. What I'm saying is, if you've got the money, why the hell wouldn't you do it? Have a different Porsche every week. I'm just imagining some
2: uh, really bigwig kind of driving this Porsche, spinning his phone, (laughs) just enjoying life. Like, yeah, nothing can get better. I got a spinning phone and a Porsche every day.
0: I have a different fidget spinner to match the color of the Porsche that I'm driving. Oh
2: to. my gosh. And you know,
3: like if they change their suit, they could change the car to match. You no, know, a dude's got like a watch. He's got a watch case full of fancy ass fidget spinners.
0: <laughs> spinning them, though, right? It's got the, it's got the dire Oh spin yeah.
3: Like on. it's one of those things yeah, that's they're, constantly spinning.
0: They're permanently
3: like, spinning yeah. in there.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want that. I'm just, I'm imagining this going, oh yeah. man, I got my Netflix subscription coming up. I got Hulu. I oh, also got the Porsche subscription. Got to remember to i understand it's an extravagance i'm
3: not saying however porsche understands its audience
0: they they get it and they know that people are willing to pay all right so so moving on from the world of extravagance to back into the 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 world of technology right on is nintendo brian may have just hinted that there would be a game boy classic mini coming out uh I don't know, maybe 2018, but a a Twitter bot that picks up on Japanese trademarks has found this trademark f- floating around, and I'm I'm really curious. Do we need a Game Boy? G- yes, yes, yes. Give me
2: all the classics. NES classes, SNES classic, N64 classic. I just like, all the classics. I want isn't this being
3: Isn't this being sold at Staples right now? And it's being called like the Pixel, and it's thirty dollars. It it looks exactly like a Game Boy. Yeah, but this and it's got like got like bad dudes and other, sh- other shit on it. I don't know, man. I'd never go into a Staples. It's like one of those, you know what I mean? It's like those little knockoff, little the, the emulator handheld things. I'm like, j- sure there is, but
2: I mean, listen, the SNES Classic just dropped last month. It has been impossible to find, I know, because I've been trying to find they, one.
3: These things never have all the games I want. They never have all the games I want. It, but
2: you know what? They have a ton, and it's a lot of fun, and they're tiny, and they're cute. And every
0: single one of them has been hacked to put all of the games on it. Yeah. Like, all the that, games, that, game
3: you want? like, I have to do work then.
0: Either way, yes. First
2: off, regardless of whether or not you want it, CJ and Josh, clearly there's a demand for it because every time they do this, they sell out opening day. So Nintendo's making bank on their old classic consoles. That plus the fact that you still really can't find switches very often anymore either. They are rolling in dough and this makes total sense for them absolutely i never owned a game boy when i was growing up i totally would buy really? this
0: like i, I own a game Gear. gear. now i own a game gear in my house i have three game boy colors it's like sitting in my house doing nothing well good for you all right
2: yeah okay go ahead You're and shove that back in my face like no, no, i don't care all right, all right. i'm well aware I, I just walked into a retro game store the other day but the problem is not buying the console the console is always cheap it's the games all the games that I want are sixty to eighty dollars a pop, and if I'm buying a Game Boy Classic, you know I'm going to want the Zelda games that were on the Game Boy and the Pokemon games: Red, Blue, Green, Yellow. No,
3: they weren't on. They weren't on the original one. They absolutely the the Red yeah, and Blue
2: were absolutely were on, the, on original. the original
3: one. Not Zelda. There was a Zelda game
2: on the original. Absolutely, I don't what remember. What was the Minish game? Cap, Minish Cap, I
3: think. I don't remember. Ugh, God, the thing was like, it was like, it was green screen. It was like, it was good for Tetris yeah, and who, Castlevania. Who cares? It doesn't matter. I want all of
2: that stuff. And those games cost a ton of money. The content is always a lot of money. The console never is. So if I can spend 80 bucks on a console with all those games preloaded on it, I'm in. All the time. Yes. Give me.
0: The, 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 the head nerd has spoken. Turn it on, Nintendo. Brian's ready to throw his money at you. As a gamer, I, I don't think there's any love in the gaming community for GameStop. Um, it, it's definitely a place where you can go ahead to, to buy things, but dealing with them is not a pleasant experience. They kind of gash you on, on trade-ins. They're usually not the, the best people to deal with. I know there's some they're nice They're always people. trying to get me to pre-order something. Yeah. I just
2: called them the other day, and they're like, would you like to pre-order? I'm like, no, I'm on the phone. I'm not even in your store. I just wanted to just tell me if you have this in. Just tell me. Just tell me. Tell
0: me. Tell me. Do you have it in? <laughs> Do you have it in? No, but would you like to pre-order? No, bye. And and this is going to feed into a, a, an issue I have with gaming at, at large. However, this is this is this this next part is very common practice. If you pre-order a game, Brian, uh, at a specific retailer, in this instance, GameStop, you usually get early access to either content, downloadable uh, content as well, or you know specific missions based off of where you purchased the game. Right, and where you pre ordered it. It's just the way gaming works now. Go to a place and get some stuff because you pre ordered it there. Sure. But usually they're they're not like in your face and making you feel like a pile of crap for not doing that. And GameStop rolled an ad that has uh, For for Assassin's Creed Origins, it has the protagonist sliding down a pyramid and then mid-roll a camel comes in, blocks your view and says, sorry, this bonus mission is locked unless you pre-order it at GameStop. I, I, I'm used to getting the, hey, this thing's not available because you didn't pre-order it. I'm not used to getting slapped in the face by a banner ad. Uh, and, and this kind of ticked me off. And this also brings me up to a picture I, I, I found, and I posted it on our Instagram here, uh, that has a, a great comparison, and it has a, a picture of a cheeseburger. And it says, original game, and it's got all the toppings in it. Then the expansion one was a soda. Expansion two is fries. They're add-ons to the initial experience. And, and then it has now. The original game is the buns, and then all the accoutrement that comes with it as DLC, so the meat. The tomatoes, the the lettuce, and then your bonus pre order is your your condiments like
3: ketchup. I got a real problem with how this burger, the original game, was assembled. <laughs> There's like, you've got tomato on the bottom, and which is just it's, and now it's it's just saturating your bottom bun, which is stupid. I agree. Then you've got the burger, and it's draped with this piece of uh, uh, what now is just wilty lettuce. <laughs>
0: This is a poorly assembled burger. I agree. Like at best, it's poorly assembled. I agree. But so I don't, I don't want that original I don't game. want. Well, neither do I. But that's the world that we live in now though. But, but Brian, this is my thing and I really hope – and we've talked about the gaming industry and how we want to revolutionize it for years. I don't game anymore because this is the experience that I, I'm feeling. Is there hope on the horizon at all or is this just the way it is and I'm a cranky old man because times are changing and I don't like it?
2: Yeah, well, GameStop is run by a bunch of assholes, and obviously, the the business has been going downhill for years now. Nobody wants to buy their shit from GameStop. We all buy it from either Amazon, or if we want, like, the actual hard disk, we get go to, like, a Target or Walmart,
3: or... They're, like, the most miserable human beings to deal with. Right,
2: right. or 9 out of 10 people just... Download freaking download it directly from their console anymore.
0: Like, now do you feel though that because you don't pre order and you don't get access to this exclusive stuff that you're missing out when the game comes out or? Does it no. come out later? Like- no, because honestly,
2: 80 f- 89% of the time, all that exclusive DLC just a GameStop, if I wait an extra three months, it's available during the, the the season's pass that I already paid for. So you're getting it anyway, people. I get it. You get it anyway. You just wait a little longer. Okay, so this is just really a tone-deaf ad yeah, by it, it's Yeah, it's just them being morons. What a freaking
0: surprise. I was hoping that this wasn't the... This attitude towards customers and gamers really wasn't the actual industry and it's just the one person who really has no competition really. I mean I know you just said Target and Walmart and Amazon but like – I mean I can't think of another place I can go for used games like at all. I can't think of one.
3: But no one buys used games anymore. Like That's that's all I buy. I buy exclusively used games.
2: Anytime I I buy
0: something that's used too. I I
2: I don't. I haven't bought a used game in forever.
3: It's well, I mean, the the only person that plays video games in my house is Christian. He doesn't need new games. Yeah.
0: And I I mean I play games every six months and that's it. You know, I play one game. Yeah, and that makes that
2: makes sense for you. I mean, like, I'm at the point in my life where if I want a game, I'm gonna buy it the day it comes out for sixty bucks and I'll play it. I don't buy games just to try them out. Like people who buy used games wanna don't know how it is, so they just pay $30, $40 for it, try it out, and if they freaking don't like it, they didn't spend $60 on it. In today's freaking gaming world, with stuff like Twitch and PlayStation live streams and the Xbox live streams and stuff like that. If I'm unsure
0: about whether or not I want to buy a game, I watch I it. freaking load up Twitch. I do the same thing. And I watch somebody play so it. So that is my strategy. I watch people on Twitch and I see if I like the game that I'm I'm looking for, and if I do, I'll go buy it used at at a at a GameStop. See, if
2: if I like it enough, I'll just go buy it brand new. I'll just plunk down the 60 bucks <laughs> to,
3: to avoid walking into a game <laughs> to avoid walking <laughs> that,
2: that's exactly what a it is is to avoid walking to a GameStop.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the nerd degree. If you don't know what the nerd degree is, is where that kind of nerd gives a topic, a product or a movie, the third degree, and we decide if it passes or fails. And this week, we are looking at uh, a new VR experience called Dreamscape Immersives. Uh, to me, it is just like a VR escape room. Uh, and what's happening is that AMC theaters are betting that this is the future of well entertainment, and they're going to make these dedicated uh, experience uh, locations where you can go in and basically do a VR escape room. So I, I have a, a link in the show notes. It actually shows a, a video of this, a demo. It's called uh, Space Traveler. It looks really interesting. Uh, But I'm really curious what you guys think about this as either a way for you to to become like a a VR experience that you would pay money for and and go to like a specially catered place just for VR. So I'm curious if you think this is viable or if this is just a fad and it's it's going to end miserably. But here's the thing. I went to my first escape room uh, a, a few weeks ago when I went down to South Carolina, uh, and I had an absolute blast with it. I, I thought it was great. Um, the environment was uh, immersive enough but not you know hyper realistic, very similar to VR. Uh, but what's cool about this concept is that there's objects around the room that are basically it's getting, you know it's got those tracking dots on it so you're yeah they're green screen yeah, you're holding a stick, but that you see it as a torch and they have uh, you know something marked on the floor that in your VR capability looks like you're in a broken bridge. Um, So it looks really immersive and interactive, but I I just don't know if this is something I would say, Hey, my, you know, my, my, get my brothers and and get my wife in the car and let's go do this together Mm. versus just a regular old uh, escape room. So I'm very, I'm very curious to hear what you guys think.
3: I I think first and foremost, uh, you'll never get me in an escape room ever. Um,
0: you would punch things and just break. walls. When
3: someone locks me in a room, I find the guy who has the key and I punch him until I'm out. Sounds good, right. That's what what happens. Yeah. Um, so, no, no. Uh, and then then there's obviously the, you know, unfortunate downside of wearing this contraption on your face, which I'm not ever going to do. And
0: then you have to wear right. a backpack with this. So you get a VR helmet. Oh, and a, then you and you a backpack. Because it has the computer. So it's okay. No but one less, said I had but to do physical activity. Right, but it's shit.
3: less fun. <laughs> it's less fun than laser tag. Yes. And I'm still wearing all the equipment. So, <laughs> Brian, have you ever done an
0: escape room before?
2: No, I would really like to. I think it would be fun, but I think it would be fun because it's an actual room that I have to escape from. I, I agree. <laughs> but not like – like. I, listen, I, I love my, PS, my PlayStation VR. I think it's really cool, but just like a lot of other little nifty doodads,
0: I played it hardcore for like a month and a half, and I haven't touched it since. So they're trying to make six of these what they call Dreamscape Immersive VR Centers in the United States – and some of in, the, in the, the UK in the next 18 months. So these things are going to start popping up. Uh, and they're repurposing existing movie theaters, so places where just sales are down. They're hoping that this will – Windows boarded up. <laughs> these are going to be in amazing neighborhoods. The old, the the old dollar theaters, right? It's going to be, yeah, this is going to be a shit show. So uh, I'm just curious, Brian, too, because just like you said, you, you have PS, a PlayStation VR and you, you thought it was interesting. But I, I mean, this isn't fully fleshed out yet. I think they're rushing this.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think to do it right, it needs a little bit more time. I also think that I'm not going to volunteer to stumble around in the dark with a bunch of people with a backpack and a glow stick um and something just over my face i just see like me running into people all the time oh sorry sorry so, I, no i was trying i'm trying to can can you can i'm trying to get no okay all right well the,
0: uh, all right like that's just what i see the, the thing and is it's like
3: playing a game of who's in my mouth
0: yeah <laughs> the thing is this is that the backpack wearing the backpack that every i agree is a dumb idea does actually put that avatar in the world so like you do see people in you know in this space but i like, understand we all know the that if you of turn it turn the wrong way or do so- i mean even with the Wii when you had the little freaking nunchucks if you turn the wrong way you could just disappear for like you know good 30 seconds or or if, you, yeah. if you, you pat yourself to brush off something that you think is on you and oh i've knocked off a sensor now i'm invisible and people are grabbing you and bumming
2: it i i think to do this right it's going to cost way more money than that what they would get so they're going to do it
0: half-assed and no so let's say they give you the opportunity to do this, right? I'll, I'll try what, anything. What once. would be the price that would be? OK, I'll do it. What's the price that it's? Yeah. All right. That's a fairly decent use of my money. One dollar, Bob. I know you were going to go really. low. H-
2: hang on, because there's, there's some factors
0: in it. How long is this experience? Uh, this one, they don't specify the time. Let's say you get an hour and 20 minutes to solve the puzzle. Thirty five dollars holy shit i was shit. gonna say 30 so you're in the same realm as me i think this is i'd, pay, I'd I pay 35 dollars 30 dollars for, for yeah at 35 i would strongly consider not going but i i mean i may but like you, you have to twist like the theme would have to be perfect that i that would absolutely the,
2: the only thing that i think would be the, the only thing that, that that makes this really interesting is that you can change the theme pretty easily yeah right and some of these escape rooms are pretty cool in the fact like they have a Zelda escape room. I did they had one Dead that one. was completely, yeah, the Walking Dead, yeah. they had one that was completely made up like the Resident Evil games. And you can do that really easily just by a uh, flash drive and a couple hours of download. Yeah. So I mean that's interesting, but it, 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 the mechanics of it is what bothers me. I don't think it's there yet.
3: How many people, how many people participate in, in, in this thing? You How usually
0: for a standard escape room is you have to have at least ten people. Oh no, I mean we we did ours and it was it was five of us. Most of them are are I like know, ten. It was a it it's was a group. It was yeah. a smaller it was a smaller area, smaller room. Josh from from this article that I that I find uh, that I'm reading, they're saying it's about five people at, at max
3: for an hour and twenty minutes. I, I know, made that
0: time up. I didn't.
3: No, no, I get it, I get it. Uh, but like an hour uh, and twenty minutes, which requires what ten minutes of setup approximately you know what they're doing i i can see this now you know what they're doing this is so here's how i consider it this this should be on par with like bounce you right it the the pricing should be or uh i fly
0: like the skydiving thing
3: it, like thirty, Brian, you're giving them 175 bucks a session. It requires them no. There's no maintenance.
0: Uh, no, there's maintenance. There's
3: no, no, there's no, no, no. It's 10 minutes of setup. That's it. They reload. No, a pro there's maintenance all the for all the equipment for, yeah.
2: and the
0: software. Different scenarios. Yes, and all that. I, yes,
3: yes, yes. It, it's all. It's all in the investment capital. That shit's paid for. You're you're telling me that running eight one hour and change classes or or, or sessions. Per day on the weekend, which they could easily, but they could probably book more of these shit during the week than they will on the weekend because this is all like, oh, all, all the team builders want to yeah, do an like, escape. All the team builders want to do fucking escape. I did, fucking I did escape indoor room, skydiving
0: and it was like
3: idiotic, this idiotic, right? But you're going to give them 35 bucks a head, 175 bucks for it's, 40, it's 43 cents and change per minute. Nope, nope. Okay, hey, hey, hang, hang on, hang on, because I, I just, I just realized
2: what they're doing. What what are they doing? Price you, gouging. No, I'm not, I'm not even worried about the pricing or anything. Like, I, I, you know how every theater has that like little rinky dink party room that all the seven year olds would have their little party <laughs> in. That's the room they're gonna do
0: this shit in. No, they're. It's going not to gonna take, be some giant. It sounds room. to me
3: like they're going to take theaters and
0: clear them that's out. What they're gonna and do, and it's going to be multiple rooms. I don't believe that. That's what. No, that's what they're doing. I don't believe it. that's what they're doing. They're clearing it's out way theaters. Way making, too much work. Making these theaters.
2: I trip over those fucking steps when there's a giant <laughs> light on inside there. You're telling me
3: they're
0: going to no, clear no, no, out no. all the they steps just, and
3: seats and shit. They just clear out. So the essentially, I mean, the where the seats are is just a ramp. Yeah,
0: you just rake it.
3: Uh, there's no steps there, yep. right? And then the entire base of the theater, yes. is all flat. Yep. So it's it seems like a pretty good space.
0: Yeah, it it would be a good space for this cuz they're not utilizing the entire
3: thing. The rent thing. the rent is nothing. So here's here's what I here's what I compare this to because I've had this conversation uh with a buddy of mine in Detroit which is a whole city of boarded up places, right? In Detroit, like one of the more popular team builders is something called foaling. Okay? You go to a warehouse in a slightly sketchy area and there's dudes that check you in and there's different different sort of areas of the warehouse but bunch of different games going on essentially to set this up all you need are 20 bowling pins and a couple footballs and you throw footballs at bowling pins and you call it foaling right and people pay it's so dumb oh it's so but it's the same thing it'd be fun but It's it's so dumb it's the same thing, and I guarantee it's less expensive than this shit show, yeah. to which I award so, zero Faberge. So
0: eggs. here's here's the criteria though that I want to do for our, our ranking. And again, we use the same ranking every week. Is the potential? Just the potential. Where do you put this on the scale? Of Faberge eggs. Faberge eggs. Well, what what else will we put? Make the scale, Josh. Zero. I give it zero, zero out of, out, no of out of potential. Zero out of one Faberge egg because Faberge eggs are worth millions. That's true. All right, so Josh sees no potential in this at all. I don't. You don't think a kid's birthday party in five years this would be something they would do? No, they're still going to be doing laser tag and bounce. Okay. You, Brian, what do you think?
2: Two out of five Faberge well, eggs. or five, are we still doing one?
0: Because uh, no, I, I the scale's always been out of five. But we obviously give Josh his 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 own all ability.
2: Right. Jo- Josh, Josh can uh, dis- disobey I, all I, the
0: rules. I give this a, a three out of five Faberge eggs. Of course, I don't know what other metric we would use. I think this has potential. I think this, just like we said, is a customized escape room whenever you want something. Change the theme based on what's ever hot, just buy a couple lines of code. Uh, but I, I'm not wearing a goddamn backpack. Uh, and get all these sensors off of me. Figure out a way to, to make this a, a little easier on the other person. Ladies and gentlemen, That Kind of Nerds Podcast is a podcast for the people. So we obviously would love to hear your questions, your feedback on the we episode.
1: We make no. this podcast... <laughs> Oh, God damn it Based on your money For you <laughs> The people
0: <laughs> It's a poor choice of words on my part
1: You fucking <sighs> well, That
2: enti- that door was wide open Walked, You did yeah. not expect me to walk through that Walked shit Walked
0: right into it <sighs> So listen find us Anywhere on social media Look for at that kind of nerd Or on Instagram we're getting active on that at That Kind of Nerd Podcast. You can also call or text 484-373-4119 and have your thoughts and your voice on the show. Also, please support us on Patreon. Uh, go to patreon.com slash nerd for exclusive content and some things that are going to be coming down that are very exciting. I am CJ Millen, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you all next week.
1: If you love comics and sci-fi and technology Television, video games and fantasy Well take a listen
2: to our show, I'm sure you'll see There's many points where we can agree
1: Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard And that Josh Strange's new Fantastic Four was a turd
0: well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. But if you read the show notes, if you read the show notes, this is the time where you make noises like you're having a seizure. Like a dolphin. Uh, make how about like I like do like the white noise on a
3: tub? It's like... Make sounds like a dolphin. That <laughs> was a monkey.
2: And I don't know what a fucking okay, dolphin sounds Okay, so the theme like. song is coming. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out cj needs cj needs you and me to tell him how he feels will there be jungle gyms
3: uh damn you no (laughs) guaranteed there'll be jungle gyms. oh damn right there'll be jungle gyms there's jungle gyms i'm in